2: Predators. Their acts are evil. We call them monsters. We say no human could perpetrate the crimes they have committed. But in truth, only human beings execute these horrific acts. And if you're like me, you want to know why. I'm Ariel Cooksey, and this is Malice. (music) Malice tonight i am interviewing a mother who lost a son in a very tragic way and i am honored that she has joined me to share that story with us all so without further ado i'd like to introduce michelle barton michelle thank you so much for joining me today
1: <laughs> thank you thank you
2: um i'm i'm it's an interesting story in terms of how we met um i was familiar somewhat with with Tanner's case and when Michelle and I connected on Twitter um we ended up kind of getting into conversation on Twitter and figured out we both lived in the same city and further than that as we talked more we found out we live in the same neighborhood so (laughs) we were just kind of like oh my god this is Fate? Is it fate? Yeah, it's fate.
1: Now let's go even further. We live a minute and a half away from each other.
2: Door to door. Door to door. Yep. it's It was kind <laughs> of outstanding. And when we first met, Michelle is just, I mean, and I'm sorry to just like, you know, I know some people get uncomfortable about these oh, things, no, but talk she... all you want about me. <laughs> She is one of the most (laughs) joyful and gregarious and warm and sincere people I think I've ever met. And we immediately hugged. It was just like, (laughs) oh my God. It was like old friends coming together and she gives the best hugs. So (laughs) anyhow, Michelle, um, just tell us a little bit about like your backstory and, um, basically like when you were in Indiana, right. Uh Mm -hmm. And what your life was like before. What happened?
1: before? what Okay, yes. I'm Michelle Barton. I'm. I'm a, we're from Kokomo. I'm from Kokomo, Indiana. And um, life was great. You know, we lived in a in the country subdivision. The uh-huh. kids went to a great school. Yeah. Um, we Tanner was in all the sports. Jamie was in all the sports. My daughter Jamison. I she used to go by Jamie, uh-huh. but now she's grown up. Now it's Jamison. She likes her I full name again. I love cool? What a Jamison with an I. Yeah, because everybody's like, oh, you had Jameson when you had her? You know, the Jameson whiskey, like you were high on <laughs> drunk on whiskey? Uh, no, no. Yes and, yes.
2: yes, and I have a dog named Cody. It's <laughs> precious. <which scratches. laughs>
1: oh, Lord. So, yes, no, we, uh, it was not any of that. Um, But she, <laughs> but she, uh, life was great. I mean, Tanner, um... You know, my, my husband and I—we've been, we'll be together 30, 30 years. Wow. Yes, this this week actually. That's wonderful. Yes, um, together, and then we'll be married twenty-nine years. So, wow. yeah, um, you know, it's That's great. It's been a long, long, long journey with him, right, but right, <laughs> right, a well, good one, a good yeah, one, definitely. and um, but yeah, we just were all about our kids. Yeah. I mean, that was our life. Right. Uh, Jamison did travel softball. So we were always out um, traveling the Midwest and Florida and all that. Mm-hmm. You know, she was a very, very good softball player. And then Tanner, you know, he was an all star for football. He was, um, you know, all state. He right. was top um, football player, offensive lineman in the state of Indiana. Wow. North South All Stars. Um, he just, he was it. That's and amazing. Broke, he broke all the records for his um at his school for weightlifting
2: wow and he was a
1: heavyweight lifter and
2: well i've definitely in the pictures he looks every bit of it he is athletic (laughs) looking
1: he is a big boy i could hang um from his he called him his guns and um (laughs) come on mom hang from my gun and i'm like all right and you know and of course you've seen me in the picture I posted for yesterday, sure. yeah. I was much littler. Well, that was B4. But after Tanner passed, I've I've put on some weight. You know, that's just part of grief. Absolutely, um, it's that yeah. grief weight that just does not want to leave right. your body. Right. And um, but yeah, and I'd just hang there or, or you know wrestle with them And and he was he was a big big boy.
2: Yeah, he was. But I mean, that's Strong. that's amazing. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so he just comes across. You know, every picture I see, he just seems. Very much like you, that genuine smile, that really just loving, joyful kind of person. Mm-hmm. Like you want to hug him in those pictures too. Yeah, so.
1: you do. Yeah. I and I, d- I hugged him all the time. Yeah. He called me, uh, he called me mommy Sue. And um, the, that day he passed. You know, I, I just there, it was. I always hugged my kids before they, when they would leave or they would come to the house. Like right. and when he would come and go from college, I always hugged him. Right. And he just came up with this big old bear hug and just lifted me up and said, Oh, my mommy Sue. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah, that was, but he does. I mean, <clears throat> sorry, he just would hug me and just, yeah, he just was lovable. And everybody, everybody loved him. Yeah. was You know, he was funny. Yeah. I, I miss that because he and I just like played off of each other. Oh, of course, yeah. yeah and... I can
2: totally see that. <laughs>
1: Uh, kinda, <laughs> <laughs> right. a little, um, but yeah, he's yeah. he's the male version of me, yeah. If that makes sense. Oh, absolutely. Personality wise, right. and then Jameson, God bless her, got her dad's quiet little. Oh, you know, <laughs> she's funny and she's very outgoing, but she's more quiet like her dad. Right, right. dry sense of humor.
2: Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's great. And
1: Tanner and I are like slapstick. Oh, you that's know. So-
2: <laughs> oh, that's it's so cool. I love it so much. Yeah. Uh, so tell me a little bit about, you know, what were his plans when he set out? Okay.
1: He, um, when he went to college, um, he, you know, he'd gotten a scholarship for football. Mm-hmm. Um, he wanted to be a physical therapist. Oh, wow. And, you know, and I'm sitting here, here's my son wanting to do this, you know, Nothing wrong with teaching at all, I'm going to tell you, um, ahead of time. But I'm like, he's like, I want to be a physical therapist. I said, listen, I said, you need to be a PE teacher.
2: Yeah. I said,
1: because you could coach football, and then you're off all summer. Right. I said, he goes, but the pay, Mom. I said, yeah, I understand. That's the part I was talking about, the teacher part, is the pay. And, you know, and I said, but that would be something you would love.
2: Oh, my God, and he would... Be so great connecting
1: so with those kids. He, he was so good with kids. Yeah. When I tell you he was good with kids, we even had at his funeral, mm-hmm. little kids, little kids got up oh. and did testimonies as to his, his character and how they said just because we're little kids, he never treated us like little kids. He treated us like we were people. Oh, I know. And that's so oh,
2: important
1: that mm-hmm. kids
2: have that kind of, um, I'm sorry. No, I know. <laughs> that um, kids have that kind of, um, sorry, I'm trying to get it together. <laughs> that kind of support and that kind of respect. And the fact that he just came by it naturally is really just beautiful.
1: Oh, just natural. He, he didn't, he wasn't fake about anything. And, yeah. you know, and I, the parents would say, you know, Tanner would just walk into our house and pick up our guitars and just start strumming and making up these crazy songs. And oh. he would serenade their animals. He would oh. serenade the cats and dogs. Oh. Anybody that was there, yeah. he would just pick up. And that just, and my brother would do that as well. Just my brother used to s- strum songs and make up these oh. songs about us sisters, you know. Right. Funny. But that's the thing, that, that was his personality. Right. He just, he when he walked in, he just became part of somebody's
2: family. Yeah. Oh. So. So he was basically coming home to visit from college, correct? Mm-hmm. And then he decided to go and visit friends.
1: Yes. Yes. He. He came home. His mm-hmm. girlfriend had. Um. He he came home for the weekend. He'd finished his term paper. Um. And yeah, I think he also came home because he had no no clean clothes left because
2: right like you do in (laughs) college
1: yeah because the bags that came through the door I'm like good lord Jesus did you bring your roommates clothes too (laughs) who all am I washing clothes for big shout
2: out to my parents for the extra energy costs and water (laughs) during my college years
1: Uh uh-huh amen (laughs) been there done that trust me um so yeah he came home um he was going to go to a party with his girlfriend that night okay. at Purdue, because it was her first first party ever. Because I mean, her parents were very strict. Wow. Okay. And um, Tanner was such a responsible kid uh-huh. that he wanted to go and protect her. Yeah. But then, um, and I remember. Okay, I'm going to tell you. I remember having a conversation before he left. Mm-hmm and being a that you know helicopter mom kind of I, right. I I am I was I'm like there I'm just I was overprotect not over I mean I let them do their thing but well, I was very protective. You love your kids?
2: Yes. That's you know what I mean? I don't think that it's a wrong thing to show that much affection and that much concern for your children. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah,
1: yeah. And and I mean you see... See that?
2: Now, for them, of course, it's a whole oh, different. Well, yeah. yeah. It's
1: a oh, mom,
2: mom, mom. <laughs> I think it's, it's hard for kids to appreciate that until <laughs> they maybe have children the, of yes. their own or at least loved ones, partners, et cetera, that they have that concern about yes. you know, so
1: or like my daughter with her cats
2: <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah. they are children okay yes
1: that's her kid she's right. a helicopter mom with her right. four cats yeah. so yes yeah. so um so yeah so that night I, I remember having a conversation with Tanner and I said uh-huh. um now Tanner this is her first college party right ever and it was at Purdue University and I was like You look out for girls. Yes. I said, because I said, if you see, and I mean, here I'm lecturing, not lecturing, but, you know, explaining to my son. Sure. This is the same conversation I'd had with him the day I left him at college, too. Is if somebody's hurt or you see something happening. You stick up for the girls. If you yep. see somebody um passed out, don't just sit there, take pictures, think it's funny. Right. Because it's not. Somebody could be dying. It, turn them over. I mean, this is, a co- yeah. this is a conversation I had before my son left, wow. hours before he died. Wow. Of the same thing. Right. And so I th- it haunts me that I, it's like I had a premonition.
2: Yeah. You know what
1: I mean? How you just kind of. There was some
2: kind of fear inside of yes. you that, that could
1: happened to somebody, but they did not know that it would happen to Tanner. So, um, so yeah, so he left. Um, he was in great spirits. I Mm -hmm. know that the people said that he looked, you know, heavy and was white and didn't know. He was so happy. He came home, took a little nap. We made him his favorite meal. Um, you know, he just shaved down his he he came home a woolly booger. He went to college a clean cut kid. <laughs> and he came like all football players do, they grow their hair out and get oh, the for beard. Sure. Yeah. So he became that I'm like, oh Lord. So he shaved it down to chops? Yeah is it those chops that yes. it's open ear or something? Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> and he came out and I remember my husband going, Man, that is way cool and I'm like, um
2: Yeah, don't
1: encourage. Don't encourage. He's like, Mom, don't I look like a man? I'm like Tanner, I don't know what to say about a, that.
2: A, no, you will always look like a baby to me. Yes. B, shave your face.
1: Yeah, I know it. And he was so proud, and he's like, "Yeah, a little bit." I mean, because he had grown oh, for into sure. a man that year. Because he, you know, the football program you do in college is um, so intense that I mean, they thicken their necks up, yes. and I mean, to protect themselves. Right. So when he was thinner, and his he just his chest was huge, and you know, just built yeah and um and i was like oh, he, he looks like a man i said yeah. oh my baby but yeah. then i knew he would go to this party and protect her
2: oh and i imagine nobody, yeah i imagine he was looking out for all the girls there oh. that just seems like we're trying to pick up a date well. <laughs> oh my word
1: no just kidding he was very faithful
2: to his yeah. girlfriend very i just faithful. i just see it I don't know he just seemed in so many ways to be so respectful and I am absolutely sure from knowing you that you made sure he respected women yes so he
1: did and and I would tell you when in school um if, if he'd come home I'm like he goes mom I gotta go bake a cake I'm like oh okay and <laughs> I'm right. like all right and oh I'm like all right a new skill and yeah. I said great and he goes oh it's not for you
2: and he goes, oh, no. she thinks, All right. okay,
1: but I'll put the bill, uh, you bake the cake. And, I, but it would be for girls who lost their, whose boyfriends dumped them. No. Yes, so he oh. would go and buy bunches of candy and get little, like, fruity drinks, nothing alcoholic, uh-huh. um, and, but he would, and he would go sit with them and watch movies with them, and um, just mend their little hearts. Oh my god.
2: That's that's the guy friend we all need. Yes. Oh. Yeah. And I've got I've got one for sure. And it's like, they're such a rare breed. <laughs> they <laughs> are, such a rare breed. They
1: are such a rare breed. Oh. Yeah, but that's the kind of kid he was. Yeah, and for sure. He just he looked <clears throat> out for everybody's hearts. Yeah. Not only for their safety, um, but he he really looked out for your heart yeah and as a as a mom i was so proud of him yeah you know and even one time he got mad and which is rare around me he didn't
0: swimsuit check sunscreen check phone charger check don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5 hetravel travel at 5-HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5-HourEnergy.com and use code 5 hetravel travel to save 20%. Get mad or angry
1: too often, but something made him mad. Oh well, it was about the family, something that was going on in that family oh, okay. situation, okay. at the, the house that he passed at, and he goes, "Mom, I'm gonna cuss." That just peed me off,
0: oh. like. And then
1: he goes, "And I'm just so that just is horrible ish." He called it ish oh. instead of s h i t, right. and um, so he goes, "That's just ish," or "That just peed me off," and I'm like, "But he apologized ahead of time before oh. he said a curse word, and he didn't." I have never, never heard him say the f word, even um, or any cuss word, right. really. And when I went through all his, you know, you go through their stuff. Of and even though it, I felt like I was invading his privacy, as a mom, I still wanted to see some things that I was so proud of him. Yeah, he was such a gentleman, and he was. I didn't see all these curse words. Even when his friends would be on Twitter cursing and saying these horrible things, he would just say, Oh, that's a bunch of ish. You know, that using that term or he just never he just wasn't like the other kids. Is that he just was and when people say, Oh, my kid was this and that when I tell you that Tanner was such a good kid, he really, really was a good kid.
2: Yeah.
1: He was phenomenal. Yeah. So the so the loss of him of somebody that spectacular that, that was walking this earth and to have him just his life taken for no reason is just just a heartbreaking.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I just can't I mean again what, what a rare type rare. of person, you know. Mm-hmm. So um very what exactly do you know? about the circumstances um when he first arrived up to the point in which he was found
1: okay um we know um but there's a couple stories there's many stories
2: sure okay so of course
1: there's always going to be in a highly suspicious which is
2: yes which is why this has been you know part of why this has been so difficult
1: yes very um so I'm going to go with the original, okay. the original, okay. because there's been stories in between that, but the original story was he arrived, um, he was going to go to their house, uh-huh. he was going to go to Purdue.
2: Okay, yeah.
1: But um, ended up, um, and my daughter said that, because I didn't know, I thought he was still at Purdue, when Tanner passed um, and we got the call, I thought he was at Purdue still. Okay. I thought he like had a wreck. Oh, coming home. Okay. And, da, 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 and I'll get to that. Sure. Um but that's what I thought and my daughter um later on she goes, "No, mom, Tanner'd gone um out to a friend's house um and to a movie because he didn't want to be that guy that was like hanging around. He wanted to her to experience her first college party with all her girlfriends and not just be that guy that Gotcha. Gotcha. And I'm like, "You know, it, he was <clears throat> he was not selfish." Yeah. He let her
2: have her time and let her spread her wings. For sure. And he he knew that if she needed anything... He was a phone call he has away. He was a phone call away and he would be there. And that's why we knew he
1: was not um, intoxicated right. until after she she made that phone call to him. Right. It, because I could tell by his text he was not wanting to be where he was and he was like um, checking in on her. And he was yes. getting worried because she wasn't re- responding. Right. So, um, but yeah, so he had gone out, to, gone to a friend's house, to the movies, mm-hmm. um, gone to the movies. Then, um, about eight thirty, his text said he was on his way out. A friend, another friend had been asking him all day and his sister, if you want to come out, you know, okay. we have people going to be over at the house. And, um, he's like, yeah, um, yeah. Is it, is the, is the, um, offer still open? Basically I'm going I'm, okay, I'm I'm to be coming out there and you know, that kind of thing. So, um, he went on out there, so he would have been there about nine. Okay. And between nine and midnight, we don't know what happened. We just know by their statements, they kept saying that Tanner wanted to get drunk and play, um, beer pong games or some games that they were playing. And, and I'm like, you know, I know better than that. Right. Because, you know, when people say this stuff, Uh they're really the ones doing it. Sure. So, I'm like, no, you all were probably playing it, and Tanner didn't want, because his text kept saying he didn't want to, he goes, what are you doing? I mean, he texted, I don't know how many people, but nobody was available that night. Oh. I know, and those kids, that he texted, they're like, oh my gosh, had we just picked up our text? Had right. we just
2: answered our phones? Um, um, that's that's just terrible uh, yeah. to have that kind of survivor guilt
1: yes several of them one of them was a teacher who Tanner he was a young teacher uh-huh. and Tanner would strum guitar with him Oh, and um, he was just his, he had released a video to Tanner by his phone you could see but you know Tanner never really got it I, I don't know but it oh. was yeah that was hard and um, so from midnight they said that um, the kid at the house you know here he invites his Good friend over from college. Yeah. You hadn't seen in, a, in about a month, um, and you're going to go to bed. So at around from midnight um, on, Tanner's friend had, you know, said he was sleepy and was wanting to go to bed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, wait a second.
2: <laughs> okay. This
1: is your BFF who, when you guys get together, they don't ever sleep. Okay. They played video games all night and laugh and joke and sing and dance. Right. But yet, all of a sudden, you're you've had a bad day and you're sleepy. Very okay. strange. So it's it's strange, but it's really not strange. It's just okay. one of those stories they told in their statement to police. Sure. You know, because nobody was believed. Okay. Of anything that happened that night. Okay. So we were told that. Um. So um, Tanner. They said that this kid um he went to bed and. This little 15-year-old
2: uh-huh.
1: and Tanner went to get donuts.
2: Okay.
1: Is what they said? So for one, I don't care who you are, as a mother, a 15-year-old going out to... And they lived in the country. When I tell okay. you, way across town, out in the country, it took like probably 30 minutes to get from our house to theirs. And we're in the same school
2: district. Oh, wow. Because okay. the county, it was a
1: very long county. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and you're going to allow your kid to ride with somebody... Um, clear across to get donuts at, at Who they're 12. claiming
2: wanted to get drunk and was yeah. playing mm-hmm. beer pong and other yeah, drinking to games. Play, yeah, I was
1: wanting to play those. That. So that's why we knew, we, we know that there were other people that sure. were with Tanner. We know um, there were witnesses that came forward who said that the kid that went to sleep actually was there that night at the donut shop with these two. Okay. And there was another girl and somebody else. So we know that okay. there were other people per witnesses, but, of course, that part. Um, anyway, so they got back from the donut shop. They went. They said the line was too long. Mm-hmm. They got back around 140, something like that, 150. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a picture of Tanner going up the stairs Um. at 157. That's the last picture we had. He somehow got it to his sister. Somebody had it. oh the girl um that was there that night, put it out on social media. Gotcha. And okay. my daughter, of course, was like instantly take that down. Wow. You know because you nobody needs to see my my brother's last moments.
2: Absolutely not.
1: and within a minute an hour of him collapsing, that is just horrible. Right. And so um she took it down and then between two. 207 seven to two eleven. Tanner's girlfriend finally called. Okay. And um, they talked, and she was like, you know, I love you. Talking, and she told me that's what they were saying. She said there was, but she said there was all kinds of rambunctiousness going on. Michelle, girls being loud, um, just sound like a party. Right. Well, in this gal's statement, the fifteen-year-old, she said, um, "Oh, it was just us, and we were having a quiet time, and I was telling him my stories, and we were drinking," which. You know, (laughs) nobody's quiet when Tanner Barton's around and nobody is just sitting there having a little quiet conversation, um, especially when you just get back from college. Mm -hmm. And so Tanner, that between 2, 11 and 3 o'clock, they allegedly start drinking.
2: Okay.
1: Um, We know Tanner had 0.063 percentage of BAC, which is like two beers for him. Sure. And then, um, but there was a bottle of Bacardi,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, almost full, that had been emptied. They drank it all. Okay. Okay, so, which is, you know, how, how, how could you, with Tanner's BAC being so low, mm-hmm. and this gal never drinking before,
2: Yeah,
1: how did, um, there had to have been other people there.
2: Yeah, because unless they yeah. put it down a drain, yeah, I mean, and who's gonna do that? It's alcohol. Right.
1: When you're in college, no, that's nobody you know.
2: who has alcohol in their house is wasting alcohol. Yeah. Is what we're saying <laughs>
1: exactly.
2: <laughs> nobody. Yeah. <laughs> so good
1: to the last drop.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So this gal did not have any adverse effects from the alcohol the next morning. We knew at that point some there had to have been other kids there, right, and his friend who had gone to sleep, we were told by other kids that he was, he told them that he was indeed up drinking with Tanner that night. Okay. Okay. So we have witnesses who have told us this. Okay. And, um, so around three o'clock they said that Tanner, and going through statements we're finding out some more stuff, Uh um, they said that Tanner just went to go up the steps and, and just turned around and collapsed. And huh. just made a funny noise and and collapsed. She said he got up and staggered. Okay, if somebody is staggering, and you know they didn't drink that much alcohol because his alcohol level was so right. low, you're not going to get up and stagger unless something was in your system.
2: Absolutely, and I also alcohol. I also would not want that person staggering towards stairs.
1: Exactly. But she said, "Well, I turned and looked because there was a bomb scene on the TV, so I." Once that bomb scene was over, I kind of looked over, and I seen Tanner. He got up on the the thing. I'm like, well, what thing did he get up on? So her statements really tell a story when you really dig in and start looking. And, um, you know, he hurt himself. Somehow he hurt himself because the detective himself um, in his statement said, okay, let's go back to the point where before Tanner hurt himself.
2: Interesting. Okay. Yeah,
1: and we never. I just, you know, how you just kind of start going back through things and it pops out yeah, on the page. Absolutely. It popped out. I'm like, that's why there was so much blood on my son's face. Oh, because yeah. there was blood on his face, and um, so he had collapsed. She said she went over, um, tried to wake him, and took his pulse, and then went and laid down on the on the couch. She didn't get help and her parents were upstairs sleeping so you have a kid staggering she says well he's drank here before well wait a second but you've see they're, they've they're conflicting yeah at one point they were drinking there before at other times they weren't at
2: you know so there's a lot of inconsistencies a lot of okay. inconsistencies okay. and
1: even the detective told us he said um you know um they manipulated everything it was you know nothing was... He didn't believe any of them. Okay. And they had already formulated a story before he got there.
2: Okay. So, it, he knew. And... Well, it, and they had plenty of time to do that. Oh,
1: yeah. They waited six 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 and a half hours before they called 911. Right. Six and a half hours they waited. Um, and we believe the drug that was given to my son. Mm-hmm. We believe. I mean, this is our our homework. And right. from everything we've investigated and brought up... The drug we believe that was given to him paralyzes you and causes you to suffocate. And we believe that that drug, it takes like four to six hours because it's like ketamine. Right. And it's like the date rape drug, really, is what it is. And it doesn't show up in your system. So people wait for these people to um, get, they they kind of like what they call it, sleep it off. Right. Get it out of their system. And we think that's what they were doing. And um, he died in the process. Wow. Because we were told, we were told that there were signs of an overdose. We were told that there was foam. I was told by the, the coroner himself,
2: uh-huh.
1: there was foam in his lungs. Oh. And I was like, I didn't know what that meant. And he said, Michelle, that's signs of an overdose. But there's no drug in his system. Um, But now we know after seeing the, the toxicology, how they're conflicting. Exactly. I mean, like, extremely there's like evidence has been tampered with right it, you you can't deny that and um so um we were also told that he had foam coming out of his nose and his mouth and um vomit right and you just don't do that unless that's those are that's overdose your heart if your heart stops like they tried to tell us it was Tanner's heart yeah if your heart stops you just you don't sit there and vomit and foam and bleed you just passed quietly and we were even told by the coroner that um tanner's eyes there were signs of suffocation by his eyes um and they said it took him at least three hours to die
2: oh god
1: so he laid there unable to move nobody helping him just moving him around trying to you know do the scene trying to um clean up everything move him We were told he was moved. The um, lividity, the blood lividity, doesn't match up with um, the way Tanner was found. There were so many things that were conflicting and not right. And, you know, it's it's heartbreaking. And, you know, we just want to keep screaming it out there that something happened to my son. Right. And that morning when I, I, well, that morning as well, the first responder had already been there like an hour. Okay. And um, in, in the statements, um, he, in the coroner's statement, he says that the, upon arriving, this investigator was told that this was a crime scene and that they have called in the detectives. Wow.
2: With the Lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
2: Wow. So initially they they basically said, no, this is... It's a crime scene. This is a crime scene. Yes. This and is not a natural yeah, death. No. This is not an accidental death. No. Okay.
1: From the get-go, it was highly suspicious. From the get-go, the corner. New and he kept saying, But it's there's nothing in his system when well, when you go through, all of a sudden there's urine that pops up. Well, where'd that come from? Where'd that test come from? Right. You know, they couldn't get urine and, and the coroner said they couldn't, the detective said they couldn't. But all of a sudden there's a urine test that shows negative for all the drugs.
2: That's and yeah. that was at
1: the that was at the lab at Howard County. So it was an in house lab. While the autopsy was going on is when Somebody had said they had taken urine and, and went ahead and got it tested right well, the coroner said you couldn't. there was no urine. it was not in any notes. it was not in a pathologist's notes, so somebody made this test up yeah. to make it appear because okay, and that's one thing, but Tanner had been smoking marijuana uh-huh. per a little uh-huh. I mean you know per the um the other lab reports and and um but this urine sample actually showed negative. For marijuana. So no THC.
2: No. In the system at all.
1: No. That's like, you know, when you do a urine test, that's what you, when you go to do a job. Yeah. Go for a job interview. Mm-hmm. They do a drug screen. Yep. Urine's what they take. And if you, and I know they test definitely for marijuana. Right. That's and a list
2: of drugs. Marijuana will show up in your system like for that, a while. A while. And mm-hmm. if he
1: smoked as much marijuana as the detective and the, the eyewitness, the alleged uh-huh. eyewitness said from the night before. uh uh-huh. His urine would have been, it would have been off the
2: charts. Sure, But sure. it wasn't. It showed negative. Right. That's just, it's, all the conflicting statements and all of the conflicting evidence, It it's just... A cover-up. But not having that information as a mother as to what exactly happened, happened to him. And if, you know, if the, as they said, upon arriving at the scene, this is... Basically, I mean, they basically intimated it was a homicide, Mm -hmm. right? Yes, and they said maybe it was manslaughter, like somebody didn't intend to kill him. Maybe that part was an accident, but it was definitely suspicious and it was definitely at the fault of somebody who was there. Yes, okay,
1: yes, because and even the coroner um, himself he said, um you know, upon arriving as well, that it was highly suspicious. Uh-huh. Highly suspicious. Um, he even told us that um, he came to our house, and he said it was a known party house. Okay. We didn't know this. I, I didn't know this. This is this is where I become, I say I'm the bad mom, um, just because I didn't know. Tanner had only been hanging out with these people for like a year and a half, these okay. kids. Okay, okay. Um, and... My husband beats himself up because mm, this kid was a very good um run running back, some football player. Where they get, sure. they're quick, they're sure. quick. Uh-huh. And my husband's like, you need to hook up with this kid and um, start training with him because you know when you're a lineman, uh-huh. you want to train with the quick, right. whatever. That I, makes sense. It, it's football stuff. I sure. honestly, they bought me a book. For dummies, football for dummies. Oh Tanner and, and his dad thought it was hysterical. So even though my son played football, uh-huh. I was totally not. I just watched my kid, right? You know, yeah. to me, I'm like, that's my boy. You know, of I course. yeah. You know, like get you know hit somebody. You know, that sure. get him, boy. You know that kind of thing. Right. I didn't know anything about football. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so <laughs> so um, Jeff <coughs> wanted them to hook up, mm-hmm. and that's how they started hanging out together, and mm. my mm-hmm. husband, it kills him mm-hmm. because he feels that he pushed that relationship together. And had he not wanted Tanner to to practice and work out with him, it would have went differently.
2: And... I mean, you know, it's, it's so hard to be in those positions, you know, and, and this is one to the extreme, but any time that we're in those positions where we feel like we should have should have would have could have mm-hmm. maybe if i'd been there maybe if i'd done something differently but the fact is is the only person responsible for tanner's death is the person who took his life
1: mhm that's true
2: you know that's nothing true. nothing could have foreseen that why why would yeah. you foresee that you know so no yeah take your time
1: ah. You know, there's just so much to this case. Yeah. And then to have them close it for some ridiculous theory that has no forensic background, right. no evidence. Uh-huh. Um, It's just horrible. You know, yeah. I worked so hard and we worked so hard for six years and we were so close. Yeah, I mean, we yeah. were so close to getting it solved. Yes. And then, you know... It just came around where it just got turned around and closed. You know, I just, it's hard because now I'm starting back over. Right. You know, I'm, you know, I was on, and I mean, numbers on Twitter. I mean, it, but I was up there. I was yeah. getting so much support and, right. you know, everything just stopped. Right. And I stopped for a year. I and did. So
2: basically, where you were so close to, You and your team, the people who were working with you, were so close to solving the case. And then the trauma of having it closed before Uh you actually had any answers. And then basically having to start from, now I can't even push towards solving. I have to get the case reopened. Yes. We have to
1: get it reopened. But we have enough evidence.
2: Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's proof. You've seen. I have. And
1: you could, you see and yeah. then when I finally started getting my, you know, people underneath me helping me, and, right. and I I had a couple really good people that just blew the case open for me. But yeah, just blew the case wide open, and it, it was obvious. Right. And um, I don't know where I was going with this. I don't know, just basically but, these people helping you to find your
2: fight again. Yes,
1: and I got, I got that, that groove back, and uh-huh. we started
2: really pushing, and... Um, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to ask. So, what what did they actually tell you? Because they can't just close a case and say, "Whoopsie doodle, we couldn't solve it." Like, what what was their, um, I guess, explanation for the death? What did they tell you when they closed okay. the case?
1: Okay. Um, they told us mm-hmm. that three days before my son died, mm-hmm. in his cell phone, because we turned over. Our, our cell phone, Tanner's okay. cell phone. I kept his cell phone on all these years. I have never turned his phone off. Okay. And it, it's still on. I, it's just one oh. of those things I can't, because it's fun, it's, ah, it's crazy. It's, yeah. a, it's just a crazy thing. I need to just go get it turned off. Um,
2: no, but no. Um, you need to, you need to be able to grieve however you need to and keep uh, his memory alive. And, and pay
1: $10,000 million in well, 20 years. over the time you know um but he um so they said in his phone which we had two people Uh we had two sets of people review tanner's cell phone and there were things okay when tanner first died that the first detective said michelle there was nothing in tanner's phone you want it back because we didn't have Tanner's phone. They took everything into evidence. Right. And I said, you mean, what do you mean you didn't see anything? And I said, are you sure? You've seen absolutely nothing. And he said, no, there's nothing in this phone that would connect Tanner. He goes, there's hardly anything in it anyways. I said, I know because he had just gotten that phone in December for his Christmas.
2: Gotcha. And okay. And so there
1: really wasn't much in his phone. And um, so when I, um, after that, it was a couple years I got his phone, we put it up in a safe. I just never really got into looking in it. And my husband said, Michelle, I didn't tell you this, but I, I played investigator and I went through Tanner's phone. And I said, so, I did too. And sure. I said, did you see, Jeff, I said, did you see anything about Adderall? And he goes, no, I, I, I didn't, Michelle. And I said, I, I didn't either. And I and the detective obviously didn't see right. an, a, anything about Adderall, which... Really is red flags to me because Uh of the first set of um, the first group that investigated his phone. Um, That once that phone was investigated, there it went to the FBI in Indiana, Uh and I there were things that popped up in his phone that we didn't see. Huh? That obvious all all of a sudden was there. and neither did the first detectives And neither did my husband or myself. We never seen Tanner saying he was gonna he was zooming on Adderall or he he had taken a bunch of Adderall, and he's going to die, and he feels like he's going to die, and we didn't we didn't see that. But well, and wouldn't that show up in a toxicology yes, report? Yes, it would have, but it didn't. So, and that was three days prior.
2: So the most that could be proved of that, which seems inconsistent with his character, but the most that could be proved from that would be him bragging to people that he was going to do something he didn't. Like, that's in the worst-case scenario. Yeah. okay. And,
1: and he was with my sister mm-hmm. that night doing his trip Because, you know, he was very studious. Uh-huh. And, and I didn't mention this. No, well, I mean, he goes but, to yeah. Purdue. No, he goes to Winter- Marion oh, University, which right, is Marion. a very prestigious small college for yes, yes, brainiacs. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> what right, I call right. it. Yeah, so he, um, anyway, so, um, and I didn't say this, but I, I would like to brag about my son right right, quick while we're in this middle. You he was on.
2: Absolutely, he, yes. Okay,
1: he was on the dean's list both wow. semesters. Um, he, yeah, he really was a very smart kid yeah. as well as I think adorable and <laughs> um, funny yes. and athletic, but yes. he was very, and he, he was a great singer. I mean, really oh, could sing. And, wow. um, yeah. So Marion was wanting to, to, he goes, mom, Marion, Marion wants my vocals. They wanted him to be on the sync swing choir or oh. something, and um, he goes, "But I don't have time for that. I got to do yeah. my, you know." Because, but he did. He he was on even after he passed. Yeah. His grades were so good uh-huh. that he didn't even take his all of his finals, and he right. still got on the dean's list and was going to be. He'll be. He was going to be getting scholarships for academic oh. and um, athletic, which would have probably been his full ride.
2: That's so unreal.
1: Yeah, he, you know, he was that smart. He got, like, you know, he, that's, he, that's why I said people say, oh, he was a part, they, you know, these kids at that house in their statements said, oh, Tanner was a party animal. He threw parties all the time, but really, okay, if you've, and I played college sports, and my husband played semi-pro, and we both were ballers, softball, baseball. Sure. And when you're at that level. Mm-hmm. It's a full time job. Absolutely. I mean, you don't just you have eight hours a day. Um, it, it practices. And, right. And when you're at that level, with especially football, yeah, it's way intense. And on top of that, he had his schoolwork. He didn't really, you know. Oh, and he was in amazing bowler. He bowled two perfect games by the time he was 17. Wow. And he had just been teaching himself to bowl. He was a good lefty with a good hook. Oh, So he'd been bowling like um, about two years at Uh the most. Uh Uh-huh. So, I mean... That's he was a, like a prodigy child wow. to me.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah. of course, he
1: couldn't just pick up an instrument and play like, you know, a lot of these prodigy sure, kids sure. can do. But,
2: um,
1: but he, he just... His he ability did, to
2: self-teach. Uh, yes. Even the things that he wasn't, like, naturally born
1: yeah. it. Yeah. He just did it. And so he, he wasn't that party kid. It, it was obvious he didn't have time. His right. love was bowling. I mean, for Christmas, he got... Um, before he passed, uh-huh. um, we bought him two brand new bowling balls. You know, shoes, bags. You know, yeah. I said, I said, you know, I used to make fun of him. I said, you are gonna marry some lady with some spandex and a big tutu, like '80s looking lady from the bowling alley? Oh,
2: God, you know, that's I mean,
1: and he would laugh because, <laughs> you know, Mom, all those older ladies love me. No?
2: <laughs> I bet. <laughs> I <know.
1: laughs> it was so. I mean, we just joked like that. Right. I mean, I'm not making fun of anybody, no, but we just joked not. Yeah. like, you know. Cause that's what you always see it in the movies, the sure. ladies in yeah, this, yes. you know the funny that's comical exactly movies. That's exactly what I thought of. Yeah. yeah. So um, anyway, so where was I? um da da da. I can't
2: remember. Basically, trying to. I think we were talking about you know, in order to. Oh yes, I remember. We were talking about the cause of death that they gave you, like the explanation oh, yes, yes. that you were given in terms of this is how this is what we've figured out and this is why we're closing the case
1: yes so that night um three days prior they said that tanner was um had taken adderall uh-huh. and they said that he had in a text okay mm-hmm. he was with my sister and mm-hmm. um, they just they were working on a term paper all night sure. and my sister's a holistic doctor so she would know right and 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 she, it's not like she didn't know tanner because tanner was her child my daughter my sister could never have children okay so my kids are her kids yeah and tanner didn't live far from my sister in indy so you know he was always over there eating he'd take his buddies over there it was always them you know so she knew him inside out and she says there's absolutely no way he took adderall that night she goes michelle if you don't need adderall Uh you um you go it it causes you to be um hyper that's right if you don't need it if you need it it calms you down she goes michelle He was the same old Tanner. was so laid back, Mm -hmm. even though he was funny, he's like the most laid back dude ever. And um, she said, "Uh, Michelle, he was he did not, and she even told the detective. Uh And so, there was no picture, no nothing, no, nobody, there's no evidence of Adderall in his system. Mm -hmm. So, they said, because of that, it took him three days of his heart going into an arrhythmia.
2: Interesting. And because
1: he had stayed up all night long, Mm -hmm. and he had taken Adderall Mm -hmm. three days prior, and then he smoked marijuana, and then he drank some alcohol, Mm -hmm. Um, it caused his heart to go so out of whack that he collapsed and had an arrhythmia. Adderall did not take his life. You can't take Adderall three days, your heart going to an arrhythmia to such an extreme and still be on the football field still be moving around still right. be doing
2: this doing that it would have given out much much, much sooner, sooner. If that was the case and mm-hmm. he
1: would have noticed it he would have said "My, he would have to my sister because that's his that's his doctor so um and there was no Adderall in his toxicology hmm. so there was no Adderall anywhere but that's what Howard County No came Adderall for. no marijuana but Howard County said that he tested positive for alcohol through blood uh-huh and at the AIT lab, which is the forensic lab, the only thing he tested for was marijuana. Okay. He didn't even test positive for alcohol. Mm-hmm. So, and they test for alcohol.
2: Exactly, yes. So it
1: would have shown up in your forensic lab because once you die, it's like, um, as a death investigator who we worked with at one time said, it's like a golden moment in time. Right. Everything stops. Yes. And anytime, time, so the oxygen and all that coming in nothing metabolizes, nothing.
2: Everything and anything that's in your body is there. That's when you test everything. Exactly. And even without a blood or urine sample, they'd be able to look at at stomach contents.
1: Mm -hmm. And so the latest, um, it was a natural death with um, asphyxiation, which it's still asphyxiation. Okay. But um, like we were told, Adderall does not cause you to go into an arrhythmia three days later. And it absolutely does not cause you to have an arrhythmia. um, uh, not be able to reposition yourself to breathe. Right, right. So, but the drug ketamine—it's—it's it's parallel to the way Tanner died.
2: Yeah, and nothing about the toxicology report makes sense. Mm-mm, so, nothing. That's insane. That's well, why it's a highly suspicious death, Michelle. Still. Yes, I, I, I agree. I think that there's. It pro, I, I think it needs to be reopened and re-examined. Mm-hmm. um probably by a new or fresh set of eyes but you know basically it's it's been such a difficult road for you ever i mean from the moment it mm. started and you know i feel so deeply for you and for all of his friends and loved ones Aww. who who lost such such a dear such a, a joyful and loving person that day you know is there anything else you'd like to tell us about tanner or what you want people to remember of him
1: no i just think um he was a great kid yeah you know there's so many bad things being said out there yeah um horrible things um just because people they have a propaganda to shut me up um and you know he wasn't he wasn't what everybody's saying you know there's just some bad things out there and yeah and he wasn't, he wasn't, I mean, there was, he, he, he was, and not about his character, about his size that caused yes. him to die. And, right. and I don't want to give them any, so I'm not going to say what they say. Sure. Because I don't, I don't want them to be able to breathe life into those. Right. Don't feed that narrative. No, no, at I'm all. not. And right.
2: Oh, no, I'm not saying you. No, I'm just saying my the, audience. Yes, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I'm
1: not, they don't, they don't they don't get to take up that space.
2: Yes. And we don't, you know, a hard and fast rule on my podcast and many in my community that I I work Mm -hmm. with, we just simply don't victim blame. That's not, you cannot make assumptions about a person's size in conjunction with their health. It just, unless you're their doctor, you Mm -hmm. don't have a say in it.
1: No, not at all. And how would you
2: keep up with the intensity of his college program and be morbidly yes exactly
1: and you couldn't because he honestly and another thing i'm telling you when i tell you he was the best kid ever um he actually his college football coaches said that if he keeps up the way he's going he Mm -hmm. is going to be an all-american by time he's a junior that's amazing and this football program wasn't just some football program the year tanner died they got second in the nation. That's
2: right. The year
1: after. And Tanner had this big old ring. Oh, oh girl. He sported that thing. Oh. And it was huge. You know, those big championship rings are yes. so I eminent. Mean, he's so massive. It was, you know, I put Just it on. Huge. I was like almost had to put it on two fingers. Oh, my God. Um, he was so proud of that. Mm-hmm. He was so proud of that. And then the next year they won um, nationals. And their coaches were like college, um, were um, actual um, pro Pro football players, their yeah. brother and all. I mean, so th- they were in a great. He was in an, a spectacular program for right, football, right? And and they seen that in him, and and they can be selective. They were very because of uh, that. Yes, yeah. I mean, you you get the best, of the best, right. and and it wasn't a big school, which is great because he got play time.
2: Yes, so but they're not going to bring a liability onto the field. No, a health liability. No. Absolutely not. You
1: are never, and that's why I keep telling people. You know, there is absolutely no way mm-hmm. they would have allowed Tanner to keep performing if he, um, if his heart was, you know... There's no way he could have kept no. it up. No, no. Within um, us finding out Tanner passed, our, I, I just remember, I, the whole the whole darn town was at our house.
2: Just a whole outpouring of...
1: When I tell you anybody that was there was there, all his football coaches, the um, president of... The, the, the school um, everybody came to, everybody was at our house and wow. they would have said they would have told us then Michelle he collapsed two weeks ago could this have been no they said he was perfectly healthy. Yeah. they don't know what happened you know and then we had to explain sure what we thought happened but but if you really want to know the truth, then you come and get it word of mouth. You get it from me right or my 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 team that I we have put together because exactly. those of us who have seen the case file, we know the well, truth
2: it's it's a matter of black and white, Mm-hmm. look at the evidence, look at the case file, you know, if you are curious about that out there, guys, just look at the facts, look for those inconsistencies. I've been through the case file personally, Michelle was willing to provide that to me um you know, there's, there's, there are answers and you can see them in black and white. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this is not rampant conspiracy theory. We don't know exactly what happened, but we know that it's not right. So, you know, basically in closing, Michelle, I just, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing Mm -hmm. the memories of your son and what Mm -hmm. a what a rare and beautiful person he was. Thank you. And I can absolutely tell that he had to have been your child. <laughs> you were so, you know, the way you described him was so like you. Aw. And that just...
1: That warms my heart.
2: It just comes through, you know, so clearly. And that, I think, is a wonderful way to remember him, too. Yeah. You know, because you shone through him, and now he shines through you. Aww. So, <laughs> Oh, okay, we're gonna hug real quick. So Um guys, it's this is this is a tough road and it's a very, very hard for for anyone who loses someone so dear. We grieve, friends grieve, you know, and it just seemed like this was such a senseless loss of life, you know no one loses their life in in circumstances like this that are are not tragic you know i mean it's it's horrible every time something like this happens but to have to to move on with life and no answers i think is a very very challenging thing to have to go through so i commend you on your courage and your strength you. and your willingness um one of the things that i've told you as well is everyone grieves differently and there are some people who must grieve privately for their own peace of mind, mm-hmm. and that's so difficult. Not everyone can do what you do, but you you basically create a voice for everyone who's lost someone and doesn't have those answers and grieves. You know, people see in you what they're feeling, and they're unable to to come forward and say. And so, I think that's such a hugely important thing. And makes you not just an advocate for Tanner but an advocate for for other advocates other victims oh. of these crimes so
1: well, thank you and um i do i it's 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 a family yes you know we it's and it's nobody wants to be in this family trust me no <laughs> we don't but we're, we 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 support each other and yeah. and we we cheer each other on right you know. I don't care if your case gets closed and mine doesn't, but I'm going to cheer you on. Absolutely. And I'm going to give you and encourage you to keep kicking up. because My thing, I love to tell people, keep kicking open doors. Certainly. Keep kicking open doors. Certainly. And that's what I tell everybody. Don't stop. Keep kicking open those doors. Right. Right. And, And we cheer each other on and support and, you know, encourage. And when it's that time of year when it happens or birthdays, we all... We support each other's child right. and family members, but a lot of us, it's the groups that you know I'm in are for child loss, and right. which is a very, very horrific one to be in yes, and something absolutely. I never thought I'd ever be in, um, but I'm here, right. and I can't go anywhere, so exactly. the best I can do is make the best of it
2: and help when I can help. Right, and I think that's such a huge part of that process that can help people move through Mm-hmm. And keep going.
1: Oh, uh, it, 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 yes, and especially the ones who first get into this. Yeah. And I see some. It, it just breaks my heart because I remember that first year and the first few days, and and I just remember being at a loss and being in a fog, and and, and no it,
2: one knows what to say. No,
1: and it, my heart, and I always say my broken heart reaches out to yours. Oh, because my heart's that's broken
2: beautiful.
1: and i know your heart's broken and to see these poor family members going through the beginning like i remember going god is it ever going to stop hurting yeah you know is this ever going to stop hurting and it it does stop but it's at the surface like you see me i i'll tear up um but it doesn't it doesn't end no but that rawness at the beginning yes. that it is the awfulest feeling ever. And so my my heart goes out to those family members. Right. And I really try to message them and encourage them and just say, you know, you don't know it now, but you'll smile again. Yeah. And you've got to make memories for your... And that's what I would say. I make memories for my daughter. Yeah. Because it's not fair to her to not have memories. So I know we crawl into a ball. Right. The first year, you are in a ball. Right. I mean, you just... There's nothing there. So, you know, and... um. But I, I tell people, but you've got other kids. It was all I had to just, you know, we just did what we had to do just right. to get through. And and I remember going to the store to get, like, party time to get some stuff for Jameson's graduation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I seen people look at me and hurry and go the other way because I didn't know what to say. right. And it feels... Like you're a leper, like you have a disease. And it wasn't because of anything Tanner did.
2: This was like in the first... nobody knew. it wouldn't have been something about you either. It's just, how do you even address that kind of grief?
1: Yeah, and I'm like, you know... So, I always tell people, don't ever say, you know, they're in a better place. They're this. Just say there are no words. Right. Hugs. Uh Hugs, hugs, hugs. And there are no words best thing you can do to somebody because words mean nothing to us they just come in one ear and out the other but when you really just say there are no words but boy you sure could use a hug and that's medicine
2: guys please take note of this if you've ever struggled with how to express condolences or You know, uh, even worse, you know, something like what happened to Tanner where a person died in unexpected circumstances or suspicious circumstances or they know it was a homicide. You know, we don't know until we're in that position what is actually going to help us. So please Mm -hmm. keep that in mind. There are no words. Mm -hmm. So, um, but Michelle, thank you so much again for coming on here. I just think this has been... Illuminating. I think that you know we really were able to to give a voice. Um, well, not me. I mean, we were, <laughs> well, you, you too. Were able, well, I mean, you know. You know. I mean. You know. Great, you're but, you're <clears> the pro, <throat> and I'm just you know. I, I didn't even know I didn't have to have my
1: headphone
2: on. <laughs> oh, you're, it's absolutely fine. Um, but yeah, I, I just I think this was was really really good, and I hope my listeners out there will reach out. Um, you can find Michelle on Twitter um, at Justice for Tanner. Correct. Yes. And that's a four, like a number four. So justice for Tanner.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, And even if you don't readily interact, knowing that she has that support and encouragement is huge towards helping her keep this fight for her son alive. Keep his voice going. Exactly. So um, I encourage you all to do that. And, and
1: Tanner's voice on
2: Facebook. Oh, and you can look up Tanner's voice on Facebook. So... Michelle, I, I hate to wrap this up. But I know,
1: but we're going to do this again.
2: Yes, we are. We yes, already, we are. We already have. We got things in the, in the making. Yes, we have a follow-up planned, and I'm going to be so thrilled to have you back. So Yay,
0: thank anyhow,
2: you. Anyhow, um, yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening. Michelle's amazing. She would love to. Yes, I am. <laughs> she, she's also hilarious. And she she is such an open book. She's so gregarious and welcoming. She would be happy to talk about her, her son and his case with anyone who really wanted to learn more um, and hopefully maybe even get involved in advocating. So, um, again, everyone, this has been a special episode. This is the first time I have ever interviewed um, someone who's been left behind in such a case like this. So, um, you know, this is dedicated to Tanner. And um, I guess everyone. Until next time, I'm Ariel Cooksey, and this has been a Malice special episode.
0: Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli. I guess. Ah, in my dentist's office.